Listen up, motherfucker. It's time to make a PSA. Just because she has a pretty face, does not mean she has pretty heart. These bitches don't give a fuck about a nigga. You bitch ass bitch. They want to hurt a nigga heart before they even give you your heart. They want to see your shit break apart. Fuck these hoes. And half of these bitches ain't got no money. Try my some. Try my some. All they want to do is smoke your motherfucking weed away. So fuck them. Bitch. Listen up, motherfucker. Stephen A. Smith face. Draymond Green face. I was going to call you a uh, Nance Nurse or uh, Aubrey, but Stephen A. Smith. Let, let's go with Stephen A. Smith. Aubrey's a nice looking guy. I Whatever. Taken, I would have taken being called a handsome looking man. What's up? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> is it me or is he a little bit tanned or something? Like he's looking a little bit caramelish. Well, you can. I'm sure he spray tans. Um, or with the new 757 that he has, uh, he can fly anywhere he wants to to get a tan. So, uh, yeah, flexing on him. My nigga, you alright? You good? Your week was good. Yeah, I'm alright. I'm living. Uh, I not missed you in passing. I've missed you all the way at um Aaron's party. Yes, you did. I was looking at the pictures. I saw Tiff pose. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, did I completely like not see them? I was like, nah, that's impossible. So I'm like, yo, Ronald Corey was there? He was like, nigga came at the very end. I was like, mm, figures. I, I came straight from work, and she I told him. Three hours Mary, to his own baby thing. shower, so it doesn't, it, you know. Uh, you got to keep the narrative. Go. You have to keep and propel the narrative. I came straight from work. There was no narrative to propel. You no, it's narrative. Extremely late for your baby shower, so it's not beyond you know the realm of possibility that you would be three hours late to a ten-year-old birthday party. That's all I'm saying. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, we did miss each other. In passing. Oh. I miss the food. Um, this is not a shameless plug, but uh, Des cooks for you. Catered the event, and he didn't pay yeah, us I for the food. mac and cheese. Was it slamming? I missed it. The fish was edible. We gonna keep it a buck. Uh, the chicken, not a, I couldn't get jiggy with the fried chicken. But the fish was palatable. Ladies and gentlemen, if you come up here for a shout out, that's exactly what you're gonna get. You're gonna get shut down. Not even <laughs> shout out. <laughs> so, for all your catering needs, hit up what's what's his tag? That that's uh, just for you. Uh, 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 we ain't doing that. <laughs> you ain't going backhand compliment. <laughs> no, ma'am. Listen. It is what it is. I missed the mac and cheese. I'm guessing that was a hit because it was gone. The fish I was rocking with, I couldn't get jiggy with the wingettes. Then you know it happens, even to the best places. You 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 have a party and you you have wingettes. Who either makes them or brings them? Ooh. I, I'm going to have to go with for taste purposes, palate, flavor. Got to hit every single time. It's your go-to. time, Tashima. Tashima. Tashima, make some wings a podcast, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Third floor, Schaefer Street. Holla at her. Uh, and I'm sure that's exactly what her business card looks like. Third floor, Schaefer Street. <laughs> Holla at me with a blunt at the end of it. 
is the chef but was the chef for a long time when I was there and as of recently I've been to two functions and he's made wings for both of those functions completely separate in terms of what they're in regards to but he made wings for both functions and when a nigga's baked wings taste as good as his fried wings mm-hmm. yeah yeah welcome yeah, I actually took his number for that said purpose. I don't know what else he makes good, but I know the nigga can make some chicken. <laughs> number one thing, the wing gas is gonna hit. Be <laughs> 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 wing gas and drinking C and C. Hey, listen. <laughs> oh man, um, I don't have a designated place to start. Uh, I guess we should. I want to prolong basketball as long as I can. So if this series can go eight games, let it go eight games. Yo, this uh, has been the longest. It feels like I've been waiting for basketball. I'm like, God, like it's not Thursday already. Like, come on with the game. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm the game already, but it's if, supposed to stretch for two weeks at least. We'll see. I don't know. Everybody calling Golden State in, in four or five. What is your predictions? I got the Raptors in seven. Uh, hold on. That's and I will, I will eat this. I will hold this L. But that's my prediction. The Raptors in seven. Oh, 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 hold on. I, I was prepared for such a, a venture. Um you said the Raptors in seven, and this is what I got for you because I'm gonna do the same for my pick. But uh, there you go. Give it up for the biggest cheerleader in Toronto, making Jurassic Park hot. The NBA told the, the Raptors, maybe y'all should put Drake somewhere else. And it was like, nah, we good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Coming off the last record. I'm getting 20 million off the record. Just the off these records, nigga. That's a record. All right. Should be Raptors my favorite you. Drake beat. Which is, that was, that was your favorite Drake beat? Or you said I should play? Yeah, that was it. <clears throat> you niggas know I'm here. I've been here all season, all, all playoffs. You know why I'm here, niggas. Okay. Only, only, only for significance. I'm selfish. I want to see them winning in five, just because it's their fifth consecutive <laughs> trip. <laughs> <laughs> a little poetry there. <laughs> I just think it would be pretty darn cool for them. Five games winning fifth ring. Um, yeah, that's. Uh. To me, it feels like. Remember the finals with the Lakers versus the Pistons. I heard somebody else say that, and I don't want that outcome. I want a different outcome. Um, but the Lakers had already three-peated at that time. Right. The Lakers had three-peated. They still had Shaq and Kobe. Detroit was just blue-collar, really no NBA superstars as we know them today. It was just like Chauncey Billups, Tyshawn Prince, Rip Hamilton, uh, She, Ben Wallace, like blue-collar, blue-chip dudes. And nobody gave him a chance. Don't forget the star of that team, Darko Milicic. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Did he play? Did he play that season? Not a game, but he got a championship ring. Got a ring. 
I heard people making that comparison. I think they're only saying that because of the feel, because the Lakers were the undeniable um, favorites to win it. Right. But That's that kind of what it feels like now. It's like, oh, Golden State, they've been on a tear since Durant without, 5-0 and oh without him, playing un- unbelievable team ball. Um, the defense has stepped it up. It was like nobody's really giving the Raptors a shot. It's like, oh, it's possible, you know, seven games, anything's kind of possible. But I don't know. I just, I just feel like Kawhi's on a mission. He went through two tough series to get here. He's on a mission to leave. That's what his mission is. Get out. And, like, yo, I listen to Kawhi talking to interviews. <laughs> this nigga don't. He don't have no. I, I thought I was nonchalant. This nigga is that that just takes nonchalant to the tenth power. The most I've ever seen him excited is when he hit that game winning shot versus the 76ers and his mouth was open. It didn't even seem like he was screaming. You just saw <laughs> that his mouth was open. <laughs> like, this nigga's retarded. He just got his mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most emotion I've ever seen out of Kawhi Leonard. Like, he didn't even really seem that excited after the, the conference finals win, um, the post-game interviews. Like, this nigga just always, like, stale-faced, monotone. He's a, he's a strange dude. He's a strange dude. But I don't, like, do you, do you still see him leaving? I do. Um, I don't think there's... A- we're talking about Kawhi Leonard. He won a ring with San Antonio, sat out um, however many games he sat out, and then dipped when he was not even next up. He was the man. Everybody was retiring, or uh, Parker got traded. Like, he was the man. Yeah. He could have been doing this in San Antonio with, um, without as much fanfare. Uh, I think Skip said it. San Antonio was perfect for him. It was a, not a small market team, but th- there's not as much attention because of Drake. Uh, the celebrity presence and having to be like he would have been perfect with Pop and the Spurs. Um, so yeah, I th- I think he wins, he leaves. It's not there's no reason for him to stay. It would have been like I came here, I did my job, on to the next city. Yeah, I do think. Um, I hate they give all the statistics and all the Warriors are five and all when they just seem to be nigga. Just let the teams play, and that's what pisses me off about <laughs> going to like a championship game is all the stats that they throw out before the games. It's like I don't, I don't believe in superstition, but you niggas are jinxing it. It's like every time they say, "Oh well, he's a perfect twenty something free throws," and then yeah, he misses right there. <laughs> niggas that be jinxing it. That's a fact. I do feel like we've been um, the buildup, like you said, is taken forever. Um, I feel like every week there's been a conversation about this, the finals, and I thought the game was um, Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, we get the. I'm like Thursday. Yes, come on, come on. Thursday took forever. I was like, God damn, like this is never coming. You know what conversation's not being had, and I figure we have it up here. For the past four years, people have been saying Golden State has gotten lucky. Um, Kawhi got injured the first year against the Spurs. Second year, there was, oh, well, LeBron was shorthanded. Then it was, oh, well, they got KD and the the Rockets um, had injuries to Chris Paul and blah, 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 blah. This year, <clears throat> if they do win the finals, I feel like it's been the toughest road to the finals that they've had, minus the the Portland Trailblazers. But there was no excuses. There was no like they got everybody at full health that they faced. Yeah, yeah. And that's something people aren't talking about. But the previous years, all you heard was. Man, they had an easy trip to the finals that so-and-so got hurt. This person didn't play. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, guys, LeBron prays in the East. So what are we comparing? Oranges and apples here. Right. That's a fact, Jack. 
What do you think about that? If they do, um, if they do win the road that they have taken to be in the finals for the fifth consecutive year, this this specific year. Um, I don't think. I don't really think it's fair. It's like you know, it's basketball. It's you know, you're gonna uh, teams are gonna have have to deal with injuries, and you know that's just the the nature of the game. Look at um, the Raptors series versus the 76ers. Like I can argue if Joel and B wasn't sick those what two three games, like you know what I mean. Like we could be we could be singing a different song right now. Kawhi could be sitting home thinking about, you know, free agency. So it's like you can say that Kawhi kind of had a little break in that second round with Joel dealing with a double virus and a bad back and bad knees because he's fat as hell. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, a 76ers team who was kind of like inexperienced and that was their first year together, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, um, all those guys trying to put them together and uh, let them have postseason success. And then you run into, like, Kawhi, and then your, your number one guy is, is sick for half the series. So you can say that Kawhi had it pretty easy um, in the second round. And then when you're talking about the Bucks, you're like, okay, you have Giannis, you have 61 team, but you're still fairly, fairly young, um, fairly inexperienced at that level. Um, so that's kind of it was kind of like easy on that in that regard as well. As far as Golden State, I don't really think that their path was easy. You had the Clippers who, you know, they were the AFC, but um, we talked about it before with the Pistons, a bunch of blue chip, blue, blue collar type players go after it. And, you know, they fought for two games and they won two games and it took Katie. I think we had like 45 back-to-back games or something like that. Like it took an outstanding performance from Kevin Durant for them to get over that series. And then you get to Houston, who took you to seven games. And the previous year, um, people argue they could have won if Chris Paul didn't get injured, whatever, whatever. You run into that physical team, fast team, uh, three-ball shooting team. uh, And then you lose your guy, your number one guy, and then you still have to go win you have to win that game and then beat them again to take the series. So that wasn't really easy. Um, and then you get the Blazers in the conference finals. You could say the Blazers were pretty easy. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have their starting center. Okay. Um, they had CJ and Dane. Really didn't do anything because of the defensive game plan that the Warriors implemented. They really took those two out of the game, and it really wasn't a series. So, okay, maybe the Western Conference um matchup was pretty fairly easy um for but you remember right quick but do you remember when we first did our predictions we kept saying well if cj plays portland may make it what past yeah. the first round yeah so we can't um we can't well I, not we can't but yeah they didn't have their sit-up but they had their two main guys yeah they had that one two punch and Golden State just had a, a defensive strategy to take them out of it. And it worked. And you can say the inexperienced, you know, came into play there because they had never been to the a conference finals, let alone the second round. Like, they had been getting bounced out of the first round for years. Um, <laughs> and it seemed like they had put all of their, you know, all of their energy and all of their focus into beating OKC in that first round. Because that's when we really saw the best of Dame Lillard. And after that, when they played the Nuggets, it was like he was up and down, up and down. It was really like CJ carrying them through those wins and, you know, the ancillary parts. But, um, yeah, they ran into a beast. And that's what happens when you make it to the conference finals. It's like it's called the conference finals for a reason. It's not just, you know, first round, second round talent. It's the best of the best is more than likely going to be here. And you know they ran into the best in that conference, and they couldn't. They had no. They had no answer. They couldn't match up with them. So um, you can say Golden State had it easy against them. So 
you know, I really wouldn't say that their their road to the finals this year was, you know, oh so easy. You know what I mean? Like they had they had some stiff competition, you know, on their way until they got to until they got to Portland. If Kawhi doesn't get four bounces, um, you're right. We could be having a different conversation completely because that's five extra minutes um, for the Sixers yeah. to try to uh, close out a game on a road in a huge um, game seven. So <clears throat> I'm reminded of the Ray Allen corner three Um the year the Heat and the Spurs played, um, when Bosch tapped it out and Ray Allen, like, I, I still don't know if he caught it in the air and shot it or like just because it, it happened so fast. He but, was backpedaling, 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 and as soon as he got behind the three point line, he caught it and shot it. It was the yeah. craziest. It was like, how do you even have the 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 know it all to know when to stop because the baseline is really short. And you could easily, like, your heel could easily go out of bounds. But he bet, I guess, is the, you know, the muscle memory. He's just a pure shooter. And he took enough steps back to where he landed in a perfect spot. And the rest is history. That was really, like, one of the greatest moments in in NBA history. Relax. It's top ten, for sure. I'm sure. If someone YouTube... how it changes the whole scope of everything. LeBron's uh, legacy, namely. LeBron's legacy as it stands, and here comes the haters, or people calling me a hater. He has a losing record in the finals. That's his legacy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been worse. That's his, that's his legacy. He has a losing record. Losing record in the finals. Um, are we putting any stock in Boogie being active for game one or? Yeah, I hope they don't play him. I hope they don't play him. Because he's just, it's like, first of all, you're coming off a quad injury. Relax. And I get it. Like, he, you know, he's worked his way to this moment after being injured last season and nobody offering him a contract and him wanting to go out and prove that he's still worth you know, a max contract or whatever. And then he just gets hurt again out of nowhere. So I get it that he wants to, you know, he wants to be out there fighting for his team, you know, fighting for his own, for his own sake. But like, nah, like what they have right now is working. Don't disrupt that. If need be, if they lose this game, okay, let's think about game two. But nah, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. Do not insert Boogie in that. Unless he's going to be one of those people that you're pulling off the bench, giving like five, six minutes to here and there, then do that. But otherwise, nah. I, I agree with you. Um, don't disrupt what's working and got you here. Um, and I feel like if Boogie plays, it's going to be, okay, how do we get him involved? Or how do we try to game plan with him? when you can just keep on doing what got you here in the first place. I'm 100% agreeing with you. Like, play him sporadically, but don't make him the centerpiece of either your offense and damn sure not your defense. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't need to start at all. You know, like, throw him in the final minutes of the second and, you know, give him a few minutes first, you know, first few minutes of the fourth quarter or whatever, but nah, don't give him any integral minutes and don't, like, yeah, nah. Don't do it, Kurt, please. Um, are we putting any stock in the whole uh, Pop and Kerr having a little powwow at dinner? Um, I, don't, I didn't hear the story. Enlighten me. Enlighten they, me. Uh, they, they, it was just a picture of... Uh, Greg Pop and Steve Kerr having dinner uh, last week. And, of course, everybody was saying, well, what do you think they're talking about? You think he's asking about Kawhi and how to stop Kawhi? Uh, I'm sure that was part of the conversation, but I think the other half was just getting someone who has experience in big game scenarios. I mean, I don't know. 
It's all speculation because there was no mics, no one saying what they spoke about. And if you ask Steve Kerr now, he's only going to joke around about it. So, yeah, well, don't they have a relationship? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they everybody was making it seem like it was this. Oh well, he's trying to get information from Pop about Kawhi, and it's like he played with him. I'm sure there's they talking about any and everything <laughs> other than Kawhi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Pop seemed like the type to be like, you know, you can figure that out. Like, yeah. Pop don't seem like the type to be giving people, you know, the answers and trying to be a cheat code for nobody. Like, you got it. You know, you know what to do. I think <laughs> if we could play this is a cool game we're going to play right now, guess that conversation. I'm pretty sure if that was a question, Pop would have been like, you've been here before. Yeah, you, five times, you don't need my help. Right. Hey, you don't need my help. <laughs> you're, I think you're, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> or if you hit the nigga with it, oh no, you you got it. You do the same thing yeah. you've been doing. <laughs> yeah, pop not out here trying to give nobody the cheat code. <laughs> you're a real think, one. Pop is a real one. Um, who guards Kawhi? Iggy. That's what I think. Either Iggy or uh, Iggy or Clay. Because I feel like Draymond's gonna have Siakam and Kyle Lowry's just gonna be barbecue chicken for the whole series. <laughs> Yo, Kyle Lowry's gonna drop buckets. Yeah. Twenty five. No, okay. Kyle Lowry's gonna drop twenty five tonight. All right. I bet you five dollars. The charity I, of your of your choice. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'll put five dollars on the line, but uh, Kyle Lowry, I don't think he's gonna have twenty five for the series. All right, what? Not collectively, I'm saying I don't think he's gonna get a twenty five point game. But uh. It, it, do you think that it's uh, I've seen a lot of conversation about this being the best all around playoffs that we've seen in a long time uh, do you put any stock in that or the best playoffs of all time not all time but the best playoffs that we've seen like from first round to now in a long time oh uh, yeah yeah I saw a lot of people um, saying that, uh, well, viewership was down because LeBron isn't playing, and people were saying, oh, well, it's corny because LeBron's not there. And I think it's the absolute opposite. Um, There's been so many highlights of just this playoffs alone that that were like, oh, wow. Yeah, we've actually seen some really great games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have. This has been some great service. Dame sending them niggas home in Portland on that last shot with the wave. Yeah. The uh the quadruple overtime. What was it? Triple or, or four? I think it was four. The Blazers four. and the Nuggets. Yeah. Four. Um the four downs for five. Yeah. yeah. The uh, sixes, 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 Nets trying to restore that feeling. Um, I think, yeah, it's been a decent playoffs. Um, yeah, it has, it has, it really has. Giannis being exposed. Yeah, he's gonna have to get an outside jump or like uh, a post up game, or learn how to move without the ball because if he's not driving to the hoop. It seemed like either he can't score or he can't get like or become a playmaker. Like that. Yeah, like yeah, Draymond. Draymond. Yeah, exactly. He, he's the perfect example of that he can bring the ball up and then make plays happen for everybody else or make it happen for him. Um, right. But he's he's a perfect example of that. But yeah, a lot of people are saying because Bron wasn't there, it was going to be boring. But uh, as we opened up with, Bron's got a lot of time on his hands, and he might 
uh, be spending it whipping Bronny Jr.'s ass. <laughs> Instagram post. Does that be a warrant an ass whooping if that's your son? 13, think about you yourself at 13, the things you were doing and saying. If Ari po- posted that on, on Instagram and in his Insta story, you grabbing the belt? At 13 years old, you're going to get a stern talking to because you should know better, especially if I'm a if I'm LeBron-esque popular. That the same size as LeBron. Have you seen his <laughs> neck? <laughs> that's a big nigga. Yeah, that, that, that's huge. It's me and Savannah having a conversation with you. Not if I, not, Savannah, you don't even have to be in a conversation. It's me and you having a conversation. And I'm going to let you know, as a black man, how that looks. And you're going to be an athlete. Like, it's not, oh, whoa. And this is going to sound like a shot, but it's really not. It's not like I'm Dennis Scott's son or <laughs> John Rivers' son. Damn, what did Dennis Scott do to you, bro? <laughs> Dennis got missing very... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Wow. That's crazy. But you're, you're someone's son who's of somewhat importance. Not somewhat. Uh, face of the league, some will say. Yeah. Are oh, you yeah. here for uh, him and Dwayne Wade's son going to the same high school, playing for the same basketball team? Bronny and Zaire? Miami or um, L.A.? That's what I was confused about. Uh, I believe since D-Wade is retired, they've moved to L.A. since Gabby, you know, work, works out there. But, yeah, they are moving to L.A. That's stupid. That nigga's the mayor in Miami. He can pretty much move around however he wants. Well, she had I, a career. I so. see it as yeah, I see it as like his wife and his family has sacrificed, you know, so many of of the of his basketball years. Um, you know, subjected to his scheduling and things like that. So he's like, All right, I'm retired, you're still working. We'll do it your way. You know what I mean? Like I was in Miami. We had to live in Miami. I went to Chicago. You had to get a house in Chicago. <laughs> went to Cleveland. I had to get a house in Cleveland. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, now I'm retired. We'll we'll roll with your schedule and your location. You think the nigga really brought a house in Cleveland, or that was just like a Airbnb, if you will? Nah, for, I, know, like- I know for a fact that they rented the, when it was in Chicago. That was just a rental because she put it in her book. Um, one of those like Victorian townhouse type thingies. Um, so I'm sure he did the same thing in, in Cleveland, just like rented something for the year that ended up not even needing it for a year. Um, it's a, a real expensive Airbnb, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I just see it like, all right, yeah, everybody was, you know, on my time. Now that I'm retired, we'll, you know, we'll do it you guys way. And she's out there in L.A. working. She's still working. She still has to make a living. So he's like, all right, we'll follow you, Gab. If that's your son, are you encouraging the talking or are you doing the talking, like, as a woman and the language that he was using? Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. We'll have to talk about it. Because I'm all for you being stupid, but be smart. And that stupidity, because one of the, um, I think Mike, uh, Mike Abrams, the the old school photog, uh, shout out Mike Abrams, um, he posted something a long time ago that said it takes one bad decision to ruin the rest of your life. Yeah, but you gotta—it's thirteen. I get not that, like, but that's like six. Like if he was sixteen. Like D Wade's son, he'd be like, "All right, nigga, you should know a little bit better." But thirteen, like he's he's like a kid, kid. I understand that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what that conversation of it takes one bad decision for sure. Because 
and and being young and having uh, social media and you know freedom of speech because it seemed like LeBron let him speak however he want. Mm-hmm. Um, having that freedom of speech, this got to at thirteen. Yeah, you 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 don't have the luxury of growing up later like everybody else does because of who you. We had this conversation before. Who you connected to? Who your who your parents are? You don't have that luxury of making these dumb decisions outside of the public eye, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that they had that talk. Because he's been pretty level-headed since. <laughs> Did you see the video on... Um... Hey. Say that again? He got like a million followers in half a day. It must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it must be nice. Uh, I said the same thing about the the Jenner and Kardashian girls. Not even uh, Kylie. Who's the model? Kendall. Yeah, nigga, you just got followers just because of the name. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sick of these niggas. Um, <laughs> did you see that Facebook video of the? The white kid yelling at his pops in the bathroom? Nah. Hold on. Hold on. Is this some white people stuff? Oh, no, 100%. If you thought the Brownie Jr. thing was, like, uh, crazy to watch, uh, this joint you might actually laugh at. Um, Hold on. So apparently, there's no uh, there's no context in terms of what the conversation was beforehand. The video just picks up with uh, the kid in his pops face, and he's just bugging out, uh, <clears throat> cursing at him, and all this other stuff. Visiting glass house. I'm gonna play it as soon as I find it. Uh, Did a fight ensue at least? It should have, but it did not. Um, which was I was kind of disappointed about. See, this is why. You know, grab a gun and shoot at somebody's school. Yo. Nigga done got no home training. Nigga was in his pop's face talking real, real reckless. Like he was telling him, uh, you ain't going to do nothing. Um, he's calling him a, a fuckboy, all this stuff. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be no black kid. Couldn't be no black or brown kid, because... In Royce's story of, uh, in the book of Ryan, he tells you what happened when his brother tried to talk tough to his drunk father. Yep. Nigga knocked him <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to the soul until he was unconscious. All right. All right. I can't find it, but I'm not going to spend time looking for it anymore. But yeah, the niggas was in the bathroom and he was pretty much in his pop's face like he wanted to square up and he was yelling at him, calling him all types of names and all this other stuff. And somebody was recording and the pops was just like, Can you please? I'm just trying to take a shower. Could you please? Oh Can you God. please? Nah. Nah. I would have Denzel chopped Keaton in his throat so bad. <laughs> like, on a... what, you got game? <laughs> what, what, you got your little Range Rover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what that nigga talk? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, nah, I, I got it. I got it just now. Here you go. This nigga's wildin'. Hold on. He's laughing? Nah, he's clapping his hands. Please. 
Fuck you. Please. Fuck you. I tell you, I would have chopped Keaton right in his throat right after the first. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you. Oh, man. The white would be wild, bro. Out in these streets. They'd be really, really out in these streets bugging. I'm, I'm trying to take a shower. Could you please leave? Nigga, what? What? In my house? Okay. Okay. That was the pop saying it. I'm trying to take a shower. Could you please leave? All right. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nigga would be- <laughs> Tiffany would have been like, he can't breathe. What are you doing? <laughs> Get off my side. <laughs> okay. Oh, you think you tough. If you if you or somebody in your family won a championship in any sport and they got a ring from it and you fell on hard times, would you try to sell sell that championship ring? Um, it depends on my place with on that on that championship run. Um, if I'm like Quinn Cook, per se. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would sell it. But if I'm like more of a known name, um, kind of like uh, Antoine Walker, how he fell on hard times, but he was like a, a superstar in the league, then no, I'm a, I wouldn't. Would it change your opinion depending on how much you were getting back from from it? Like you fell on hard times. Like, like this is desperation. It would have to be real, like real hard. It would have to be like really hard times. Like in Anton Walker's case, I think it was Anton Walker. I hope I'm not misnaming anybody. Um, selling that ring wouldn't have dented, you know, his financial troubles. Um, but if I'm like, if I like lose my house or something and I just, you know, need a few thousand dollars for like a down payment on an apartment and, you know, buy like a little punch buggy car, then yeah, I would, I would think about it, like heavily consider it. What would be the price tag for you to be like, all right, I'll let it go. All right. What if five hundred thousand? Would it have to solve my problem? Like it would have to completely solve my problem, or like solve most of it and give me a little cushion. So if I'm like five hundred thousand dollars in debt and I'm only going to get like ten thousand dollars for it, it's like what's the point? Like you're still in the mountain of debt. You know what I mean? Like ten thousand dollars is a lot of money, but when you're talking about putting it against $500,000, like, that doesn't even dent it. That, like, that's not even 10%. So if we're talking about something like that, then it's nothing to consider. But if I'm, like, 20000 in debt and I can get, like, 10000 maybe I'll think about it because I'm halfway there. Um, so that, that will probably be more of a realistic scenario for me. If I'm, like, halfway to it opposed to, like, it doesn't even dent. It doesn't even help me. Now, what if you've developed this lifestyle where you used to be a millionaire, you're living lavish, and all you can get for it would be uh, five hundred thousand? And let's say you're living on the upper end of minimum 
needing two million a year to to maintain everything that you have, but all you can get is five hundred thousand. Are you still like, well, it helps a little bit, or it's still no because it's not. Nah, no. They wouldn't do anything. Yeah. They wouldn't do anything. I asked I asked the sportsman that this week, and they were like. Hell yeah, nigga! The five hundred thousand. You know what I can do with that? I'm like, you missed the whole point. Of it. <laughs> missed the whole point. If you want hard times and five hundred is all you getting, and like it's not gonna do anything for you, yeah, you won a championship, and now you just sold the ring, and you don't have any anything but the memories. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nah. It would have to. They would have to completely solve my problems or put me re- relatively close to getting out of getting out of my financial troubles. But nah. Otherwise, mm-mm. yeah, I don't think it would make sense. Um, talking about things that make no sense. I don't know if it was purpose, but we never discussed the Game of Thrones finale up here. Uh, you know what? I don't even feel like after this season, I don't even feel like, you know, like when your favorite TV show goes up the air and you'd be like, damn. And you'd be like going back to it at the beginning and you just like rewatch it for no reason because you miss it so much. Yeah. yeah I I feel like Game of Thrones is out of my system. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That bad? I don't know if it was bad. It was just... It just didn't live up to what I've known Game of Thrones to be. You know what I mean? Everything has been so, like, dramatic and well-written and shocking it was just like it was magnetic and it just you were just drawn to it this season I could have completely gone without it was just I don't get the point of I don't get the point of Jon Snow the fact that he was the rightful heir and them doing nothing with that um brand's abilities i don't get the i don't understand like what he spent all those seasons going through all of that becoming a three-eyed raven and doing nothing with that aria going through all those seasons becoming the you know faceless killer or whatever she really only used it to kill the um the phrase <clears throat> that was what a season or two ago mm-hmm. um yeah, it was just like a lot of. It was just like a lot. The um, Cersei being pregnant for no reason. <laughs> it was just a lot of stuff that I didn't understand why, and it was just like no closure to me. I don't know. I just I didn't get it. Like I didn't I didn't get it, and I don't. I don't feel satisfied, and I. Um, I, I've moved on. It is what it is. It, I said it wasn't purposeful because I needed some time to digest. Uh, I actually turned it off when, when it was on live. When they had that conversation and they were like, y'all niggas know how I feel about Bran up here. When Bran was like, why do you think I made a trip? I turned. I was like, nah, these niggas are about to do this to me. Nope. Nope. Yeah, because he was saying before when they was like when they were calling him Lord, he was like, "I'm not a Lord. I don't want to be. I'm the you know I'm the three eyed Raven or whatever." So like, if you don't want to be Lord, why you want to like why are you taking this this position to be king? I was so mad with the DBs because they got that Star Wars bag and they were like, "Well, yeah. Game of Thrones." I just don't understand why they didn't let George Martin write it. Because he did, he had written the the previous novels, but he didn't finish. You know, like he didn't cap it off. Like they should have just let him write it. Because I think the writing just it just fell short. Apparently, he told them how it was supposed to end. So the ending 
was what he told them. It was just getting there where it got yeah, lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I feel like, Sully, like... They making John go to the wall? Like, the wall for what? There's no... There's no dead army. Furthermore, the niggas left, and your sister is king of the north. Why not just be like, nah? <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with my sister. Queen of the north. It's like, I, um, I don't know. I just didn't understand it. He just went reunited with the ginger nigga from the wildlings. <laughs> and they went off in the woods, like a bromance type of thing with ghosts. <laughs> It was very anticlimactic. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. It was very anticlimactic. Uh, him being said, like you said, nigga, your your brother's king of the six kingdoms and your sister's queen of the north. Y'all niggas have been like, nigga, hold out until these niggas leave, and then we got you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did the unsullied care? Like, they weren't sitting around in, in Winterfell. Like, they left. They left. So, like, the the main, like, my main peeve with the whole thing was John. Like, what was the point of going yeah. brand revisiting the scenes with with you know with Ned and uh, the Targaryen and all of that, and finding out that he's who he is, and him learning to ride dragons. Like, what was all of that for? For him to just go live with the free folk. That was yeah. my, that was just my biggest peeve. I didn't I didn't get that. I didn't get um why you spent so much time this season him trying to like if that was the case, I mean I get it. He eventually had to kill uh Danny at some point, but if she was trying to for all that, y'all might as well just let him be lovers. What was the purpose of exactly him out he was Targaryen? But I said that in uh, in the prediction up here was that he the the Stark side of him was gonna be like yeah. overwhelmed and that Targaryen thing would have meant nothing. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just what I would have ex- not would have I expected way different. I actually said to Tiff, um, I'm gonna go back and this is gonna be my show, but I'm gonna go back season one episode one of Sons. Hmm. Why? Because I feel like in looking at Game of Thrones and saying this is the best show on television and me being late to Sons and then realizing how wonderfully written it actually was and to find out like how Kurt Sutter closed everything. Yeah, he did. In the final season, like there was nothing that was left um, up to the imagination. He closed yeah. off everything. Yeah. And I want to go back to see because I like the Sopranos, but for me, I hated the, the finale to the Sopranos because it gave you nothing. Like, to a this lot game. of people saying that. Like, the Sopranos was a terrible ending, but the Game of Thrones ending was worse than that. Yeah, it, it gave you nothing. You have people to this day debating on what actually happened at the end of the Sopranos. Kurt Sutter gave you a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it wasn't like a, oh, what's what's happening with this? You knew what was going on with the club. You knew what was going on with guns. You knew what was yeah. going on with the drugs. You knew what was happening. Like, you knew all of that stuff. That's very true. That's very true. I said I was going to rewatch Mayans. I feel like it's been a long time, too. So, yeah, I might need to... um Yeah. <laughs> It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think I rewatched Sons. I rewatched Sons last year. I believe. Yeah, I think I did. I wasn't yeah, a fan. That show was massively written. Yes, it was. Yeah. And, and I, Game I don't of Thrones had that to me up until this this last season. I 
I don't know if Kurt was had some other people writing or if he was just that invested in his own um script. But yeah. Um a lot of people say, Well, the wire is the best show on television. I watched the wire and may I didn't get that. I I couldn't get with the wire. Maybe because I'm late to the party and it's it's like so old that it's just like it just feels out of touch to me. I don't know. But I tried and I couldn't. Yeah. But that seems to be a general consensus that the wire is one of the greatest shows in TV history. I don't get it though. That's why I watched it because a lot of people kept talking about it so much. I was like, all right, well, let me watch The Wire. And I was a little underwhelmed. And maybe it's because I didn't watch it when it first aired, but I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Same. I got through like three episodes and I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Same. I legit, I remember watching it saying, all right, I'm only going to watch this because people have been hyping this up and talking about it. And that's the only reason why I got through it is because, like, I started it. I might as well finish it. Yeah, I couldn't finish that. How many seasons? Six? I think five. I I think five. I think. Don't misquote me on that because it's not one of them things I'd go back to. But I think it's five. Um, Same with Breaking Bad. I tried to watch the first episode of Breaking Bad six times and just couldn't get into it. And then I was like, you know what? Breaking Bad was my shiznai. Did you like the way that ended? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I can't remember... Like, Veep. Veep is one of those HBO series... uh, with Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus, I think that's how you say her name, whatever. Like, Veep had finale the week before Game of Thrones. And even that was, like, well pulled together. Everything was just, all right, we're going to, this is how we're going to end this, we're going to end this, we're going to end this. Like, and then to come the next week with the Game of Thrones, and I was like, Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Only you executive producers in the room, and nobody was like, "Mm, "This doesn't really feel Game of Thronesy." Like I, I just don't get how they put that product out. And yeah, y'all were gone for two years, and I saw, I watched some of the documentary. That was like two hours. I couldn't really. Like, watch it, watch it like that. But a lot of, even that was, like, they were pressing deadlines and stuff. And I'm like, how? Like, y'all were away for two years. I, that, I, I don't know. That documentary was more so for uh, one of the extras who's been on the show since season one than it was for anything else. The only cool thing about that documentary was them showing a table read of the final season yeah. And um, John's reaction to what yeah. he was going to do. And, that was the only cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. And him saying goodbye, like, when he did his last scene. When um, Amelia did her last her last scene. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't get how they were, how they were satisfied with what they put together. It was really mind-boggling, actually. And they probably weren't because they said on social media that they were going to be away from their phones and not checking anything for the final two episodes. So they knew that they kind of fell short. They're supposed to be doing the Confederate, this Confederate thing, DB and Dave on HBO, some series about the Confederate. I don't know now. Like before, I was all amped. Like these are the niggas. Like they, these niggas be writing and producing. Now I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure about DB and Dave. Now my shit list. (laughs) (laughs) 
did you watch the uh before we get into shows and get out for the game? Uh did you watch the Wu Tang of Mikes and Men? Yeah, I did. Your thoughts. It was really good. It was really good. Um I'm not like a you know a hip hop historian, you know, like some music connoisseur. So it was like a few of the Wu Tang members that I could name. Didn't realize it was mad at them niggas. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I was watching and I'm like, oh, they're pretty like this is a pretty cool story. Like, they're like the Golden State Warriors. Like, how do you get this this these members together and be so committed and passionate and and then here comes Rizzo brother at the end. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of stuff I didn't know, of course, because, you know, when Wu-Tang was out, I really wasn't into music like that. You know, like back in the mid-90s, I was only like 10 and, you know, Wu-Tang wasn't something I was running to go listen to. You know, it was like a few staple songs, of course, that you can't escape. But, um, you know, for the most part, like, I wasn't listening to Wu-Tang's music. So to see, like, the story, the history, the beefs, the issues, the love, like, all of that, it was a really good, um, it was a really good miniseries. What was your first experience with Wu-Tang? Because that's where I went. Because I, I remember saying, dang, I remember, like, off of memory, I remember certain Wu-Tang members because they were, they, they stood out. But the rest of them, I was like, ah. right, like I could just name up top, like RZA, Rod, Ghostface, Method Man, and some other niggas who came up with. Oh, Jizza. The rest of them, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, never heard of you. Never heard of you. All right, cool. And then when they went down the line of like, you know, solo careers and things like that, it was like, okay, no wonder. Um, you know, like if you're really not into music like that, which I wasn't back then, you know, it's very easy to miss some songs from, you know, those, the bottom half of that group. Um, but like, yeah, casuals, everything around me. It was like, know that song. Um, but yeah, like just the camaraderie, them packing into that apartment you know, making beats and rapping over beats and stuff and RZA's plan for, like, every member in that group and the grand scheme that he had. It was crazy. Like, it do was... Think, go ahead. Do you think RZA is a, a POS for what he did to Wu-Tang? In the end, not how he made them millionaires, but in the end, with, with that, uh, was... yeah, yeah, that was kind of shady. That was kind of shady. Like, there's yeah. no justifying that. Niggas thought they were just putting out or giving you uh, verses, and you turned it into a two million dollar collector's piece artwork. Yeah, and. And I enjoyed everything. Method Man telling him like, "Nah, that was some that was some bullshit." Like, yeah. I I laughed at that because I'm like, "Yeah, it's not like in a separate solo meeting. We all in here yeah, watching it." Right there, that theater. Yeah, they told him like that was corny. Ghost too. He was like, "Nah," was like that was that was mad corny. But that goes to yeah. show you, like the you know the the relationship that they have or had or whatever, the brotherhood. It was like. Yeah, you're my brother, and I love you, but I'm going to let you know when, you know, nah, that wasn't cool. Hold on. Sidebar. Um, I'm sorry. There's Drake just walked across the screen wearing a Dale Curry jersey. And if Steph don't give these niggas 50 tonight. <laughs> Yo, that nigga Aubrey is going to be turned. Draymond gonna give it to him though. Like I ain't worried about that. Like Draymond gonna give him an air for the, the the Raptors better hope they win these two these two games in Canada. Fam, 
Drake, <laughs> if he's the ambassador, he should be able. To, he should be able to be, um be charged a technical on a team's account. Like, if we yeah. told you, if we asked if you can move him, and you said no. We should be able to be charge him with a technical on a team's account. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. I just the nigga just literally walked across the screen in Dale Curry jersey, and I was like, if Steph don't, <laughs> that's hilarious though. Like that nigga Drake got to chill. Does the does the Drake curse continue? Being that he's wearing Raptors gear, and every team that he's actually supported in the past has lost. Yeah, he might have just you know shot himself in the foot. He probably should have wore Steph jersey. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you know that that's the you have. The, the reverse effect. Every team that you cheer for, the reverse happens. Why not put on a Baron Davis jersey or Chris Mullen or Weber? It like you you trying to troll Steph? That's the wrong. That's the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. You might shot yourself in the foot, Aubrey. This nigga is fifty tonight, Wardell. <laughs> Think it's 50. All right. Show before we get out of here. What's your what's your what show you got for us before we dip? Um, this show on Netflix called What If? The story of this chick desperate to secure funding for her med tech startup, an idealistic scientist and her husband strike an outrageous deal with a mysterious investor. Hmm. Starring Renee Zellweger, Jane Levy, fake ass Emma Stone, and Blake Jenner, fake ass Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> What if? Um, I know I said Suns was going to be my show, but what I do want to put out there for people to look at, uh, Lion Share, the journal on Netflix, that's not my show, but it's, it's, it may take some time for people to get into, but let's just, it's, it's about the, uh, Lion King theme, Lion Sleeps Tonight, and how it pretty much came from a nigga in Africa, and they jacked it sold it up north and collected all the royalties and didn't give his family anything. Messed up. Oh, but man. Yeah. Sounds like the world we live in. I was gonna say that's that's white people for you. <laughs> so but that's all I have. Uh you guys enjoy the game. Um get your excuses ready for Monday. You didn't need your excuses this week because it was a holiday, but you may have holiday hangover this week, so get your excuses ready. Um, yeah, good series. I don't want to blow out. Yeah, make it competitive. Compete, niggas. Fight. Keep fighting. That's all I have. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>